Delano's Top of the Week. It's that time of the week when we're joined by Delano in the studio to discuss a topic that's in the news and we look at some events that are coming up in Luxembourg as well as getting a personal pick from whoever is in. Um, I'm joined by Duncan Roberts today. Good morning, Duncan. Morning, Tom. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Have a good weekend? Yes, I did. Um, topic we're discussing today is the increase in the cost of living that's uh, facing people in Luxembourg due to uh, inflation and how the recent decision by the government to delay the next national wage indexation to 2023 uh, might be affecting people. Um, Statex just published a report uh, that revised its inflation forecast to 6.6% for 2022 and 5.3% for 2023. Um, now, in normal circumstances, that would mean that workers in Luxembourg would have received an extra a third index um, rise in salaries, but the second one's already been deferred to 2023. Um, so people won't be receiving that increase in salary to counterbalance the higher costs uh, that come with inflation. So there's quite a lot to unpack there. Um, first of all, what's causing the increase in inflation and how is that, how is that going to be felt by normal people working here in Luxembourg? Well, it's, it's mostly due to rising energy prices. I mean, it's not, not just Luxembourg. As we know, um, the International Monetary Fund actually revised its uh, inflation global inf- inflation forecast up 2% for 2022 and up another 1.6% for 2023. So it's, it's impacting everywhere. Um, we've seen it in the UK, you know, um, People are worried there as well. So Statex reckons that the price of gas might increase by 90% over autumn and winter. Um, And that could impact uh, electricity prices, could rise by 35% in January compared to the previous month. Mm. So that's massive. I mean, that is really impacting people. Is this all linked to... Households. Yeah. Is this all linked to the war? It's it's nearly all linked to the the war in Ukraine. Yeah, I mean... Europe sadly is very reliant on Russian gas mm-hmm. um, and as, we, as we've seen you know they've stopped the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline and the Nord Stream 1 was reduced significantly over the summer um, it's, it's back up and running but only to a limited capacity um, so as we as you explained in in Luxembourg we have this indexation of salaries so once inflation hits a certain level um, salaries are uh, increased uh, accordingly um, but because they saw that you know there might be a second one this year, um, and it, normally there's one every year, or maybe even every 18 months or two years um, under normal inflationary uh, conditions, they had a tripartite meeting earlier this year, and the tripartite is a meeting of the government, the employers associations, and the unions to sort of figure out how, right this is this cost of living crisis is coming down the line. How we how are we going to tackle it? Um, and they decided against the will of one union, the OGBL, but everybody else agreed that the indexation would be deferred and that for the next three, two years, indexation would only happen every 12 months. Um, now, last week, as, as you've mentioned, Static uh, revised its, its uh, inflation forecasts. So that would have meant that come autumn, early autumn, we were due an, uh, an index in July, as you said, or June, um, but come autumn, there would have been a third one. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the, the unions are up in arms saying, look, this is, this is crazy. We can't defer a third one. Um, we're, meant to have, we're meant to have two. We're waiting till April next year for the next one. So, um, so yeah, what Xavier Bettel has done is he said, this is another crisis. We've got to, you know... Weather it. Weather it, yeah. but we've got to have another tripartite meeting in early autumn. So they're going to do that probably late September, early October. Okay. 
And I guess the people that will be most affected by that will be the lower income workers here. In this is the thing, yeah. It's the, it's the lower income households who are proportionally, of course, uh, more impacted. Now, one of the solutions they came up with as part of the agreement to defer the indexation was to give uh, people this energy tax credit, which if you are a normally employed person, you should have received in July. Um, it was worth 84 euros if you earn less than 3,677 euros gross. And then it was, uh, it was uh, regressive. So the more you earned, the, the less you had on your salary slip. So for instance, somebody earning 6,500 gross just got 52 euros. Uh, somebody earning 8, up to 8,000 got just 9.5 euros and above 8,300, basically you didn't get a tax credit at all. So it gave it gave the lower income people, you know, 84 euros a month uh, extra to help alleviate uh, this cost of living problem that we're having. Um, and do you think there is uh, a chance that the they, the government might move back on this decision after having another tripartite meeting, or is this kind uh, of pretty set in stone? I think it's pretty much set in stone, except this time another union has come out and said we can't. Uh, They've joined the the OGBL. Basically, it's the CGFP, which is the Civil Servants Union, mm -hmm. which had agreed to the first uh, delay in tripartite earlier in the spring. But they said, you know, circumstances have changed. They agreed to that deal based on figures that were available at the time. People were thinking, you know, the war in Ukraine might be over by, by summer. Mm -hmm. um, that's obviously not going to happen. Uh, this, you know, the energy crisis is going to continue well into next year. Inflation is going to continue to rise well into next year. So the CGFP has come out and said, no, we, we need the second tranche uh, to happen. The LCGB, which is the third big union, said uh, they're, they're going into the tripartite uh, talks with the same sort of stance that they had before, which is job protection is everything. Um, and this is what the employers are saying as well. They're saying, listen, we, we came up with this tax credit you know, solution which uh, is provided by the government rather than employers. Um, indexation would just lead to lower production, could lead to job losses, um, and it's countering, I mean, it just leads to a spiral of inflation in any case. Mm -hmm. So there's gonna be some tough talks at this tripartite meeting. Um, the OGBL has sort of, you know, they had a few protests after the last one, uh, saying, you know, when they opposed uh, the delay in indexation, and they've sort of hinted that if there isn't no solution found at this tripartite, then social social problems could occur. So whether they, they whether that means they're going to take or push for strike action, we don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but this is uh, yeah, it's a fascinating time. Uh, as I said, it's impacting everywhere in the world pretty much. Um, Luxembourg, you know, luckily has this tripartite meeting yeah, where everybody say, comes together. Is that indi that indexation is is prob is probably something that's you know in most countries don't have at all? Is that right? I or think it's very rare. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I'm, I don't know off the top of my head which other countries have it, but there are some. Um, but yeah, it's very rare. But it's also rare to have this. You know, all three sides basically meeting in these tripartite yeah. meetings. They have specialized tri tripartite meetings all the time. But these big general ones uh, are, are quite rare. They only happen during crises. I mean, they were first called into effect back in the 70s when there was the steel crisis here. And of course, Luxembourg at the time was very reliant on the steel industry. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, you know, there is some sort of, you know, move to try and find a consensus. 
But uh, this crisis is quite unprecedented, I think. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I heard, but have they already scheduled those me- this meeting, or is it? No, they haven't. No. The, the actual meetings haven't been scheduled yet, okay. as far as I'm aware. Okay. Um, but they, they should be happening. Parliament reconvenes sort of mid this, mid September, mm-hmm. late September, so they should happen sometime around then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I mean, it's good for it's good for the media because it fills up the yeah. you know the silly season hole that we normally have in August. You know, when all the politicians go away. All right. Yeah. So there's plenty to talk about, and you know, I think over the next two weeks there's going to be more more and more opinions coming out. Okay. We'll just have to keep on top of it. Yeah. Um, I am now going to play a track. When we come back, we can we can look at some events that you've picked out for the listeners. Great. That was Lime Garden with Sick and Tired on our city radio. We're back in the studio right now with Duncan Roberts from Delano. Uh, for Delano's Top of the Week, um, we're now going to look at some events that are happening this week in Luxembourg that Duncan's picked out for people to look forward to. Uh, what have we got up first? Well, Conje Annalay is continuing right Still here. Still going. Just outside here, the studio here. Yep, it's going until the about the 25th, I'm going to say. I think, I think closing party is the 24th. 24th, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so there's some great gigs coming up this week. Um, Kate N.V., who's a Russian electro-pop sort of artist, is playing on Tuesday, and her last album was released in April, I think, and she... She dedicated it, and fun, uh, proceeds are going to Ukrainian refugees, which is quite nice for a Russian artist. Uh, Odd Couple, a German German band on uh, Wednesday, and then Squid on Saturday, which I highly recommend to everybody. Yeah, really, really, really good band from the UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been great so far. I've been to a couple of the gigs. I was at Nailoxica last week, um, and I saw King Khan and the Shrines at the opening right. party. You were saying you were at Italia 90 the other night? I was at Italia 90. I was at Francis of Delirium last week, yeah. and I was at the one with two Luxembourg bands last week as well. So, yeah, it's been really good. A bit, a bit of a sauna in there. In the, it's hot on the inside, <laughs> in the isn't hot, it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, a, it's, it's always such a great atmosphere out here in the courtyard. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, so if you haven't been to any of the Congenule gigs, uh, definitely make sure you try and get down to some of them, or, or one of them at least, because it, it is always really nice. We're giving away tickets every single day on the show, in fact, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that after this interview. Uh, what have we got up next? What's the next event in Luxembourg um, this week? Also continuing this week uh, at the Cinematheque is the, their Summer Night series. So they've had, they had the open-air cinema at the end of July. Um, now they've gone back into their cinema, which is on Place de Théâtre, but all the, all the films being shown this week are sort of summer themes. So we've got um, Dead Calm, which is by Philip Noyce, Australian film um, with Nicole Kidman, Sam Neill and Billy Zane. Really good sort of thriller set on a boat in the, in, in the summer. Um, a couple of French films, and then we've got Jim Jarmusch's Mystery Train, which is really funny and really good. Um, one of Jim Jarmusch's earlier works. Um, it's all about a Japanese couple on a pilgrimage to Graceland in Memphis. Um, okay. And it features the great screaming Jay Hawkins as well, so oh, wow. that's well worth watching. Um, and then next weekend is the E-Lake Festival. This is quite a traditional festival. I don't know, I think it must have been going at least 25 years, I'm saying. Um, so again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we've got lots of stuff happening there. Friday, it's, uh, we've got local hip-hop band The Lab, who I thought I'd split up, but they're still going, uh, and rapper Maz, and then Mutiny on the Bounty, who are really, really good. Um, Saturday, it's more a DJ sort of night, uh, with headliner German DJ Paul van Dyke, and on Sunday, more local bands. So, yeah, lots going on there, and there's sort of shuttle buses from all around the country going to 
going okay. to the e-lake festival so you can you know leave your car at home have a good time and take the shuttle bus sounds good plenty of uh, plenty of stuff then uh, yeah. happening in Luxembourg this week um, alright so finally uh, we've got a personal pick from you and what, what was it? it's the psychedelic porn crumpets <laughs> from Australia um, so they have a new album out newish album out I think it was released in May uh, called Night Gnomes um, and this is the track I've picked out is Lava Limp P- Pisco which was the lead single from that what a name! It's a great name. Isn't <laughs> I've, 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 I've seen this. I've seen this name around uh, before, and I've, I've always wondered whether they're actually good or not. Um, but sort of, I, yeah, it's sort of glam, glam, psych- psychedelic, stoner yeah. rock. Yeah, very good. Brilliant. Okay, okay. Uh, this is the psychedelic porn crumpets with lava limp, lava lamp pisco. Uh, Duncan's personal pick for this week's um, Delano top of the week. Thanks so much for coming in to join Thank me today, you. Duncan. And we'll we'll see you or one of your colleagues next week. Uh, I think it's a holiday next Monday. So ah, ah, it is indeed. <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, so so it'll be in two weeks. Yeah, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, uh, enjoy the holiday then. Yeah. Cheers.